0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain and it is fantastic to have you with me again on another week of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while overcoming those everyday challenges that we face in life and in leadership. This is episode 118 and I'm super excited about our topic today because I think this is going to be really helpful for all of us because what I'm going to talk about today, we all experience. Hey, don't forget, as always, would love for you to check out LanceBain.com. We took the last two podcasts and turned it into a helpful little resource. So when you're on LanceBain.com, maybe you want to check out the resources page. There are a lot of helpful resources there. And, of course, you can interact with me, send me an email, we can connect there, and you can also share uh, the podcast and the resources with other folks that you think would glean some encouragement and some wisdom from what we talk about each week. You know, our goal is to encourage leaders and to not ignore the humanity of our leadership, to actually recognize the challenges of leading in this modern time and how do we do it really well like how do we add value to the life of other people and so today on this episode i want to talk about taking advantage of hard seasons that's right taking advantage of hard seasons so let's talk about that today Did you know that you could take advantage of hard seasons? Did you know that hard seasons could actually work into your favor? Oftentimes we may not think about that because the nature of difficult seasons solicits and draws out of us the kind of emotions and the kind of beliefs, the kind of attitude and mindset and perspective that does not allow us to take advantage of difficult seasons. Everyone has difficult seasons. They are inevitable. They're going to come. And we have to figure out as leaders, it it would be wise to know when they're coming. Certainly have a sense of that. Maybe there's data that can sort of forecast for you when a difficult season is coming. But they're going to come. And I don't particularly like that. I Don't particularly, it's not my first choice of something that I enjoy. I I doubt it's your first choice of something you enjoy. But everyone has difficult seasons. You may be in one right now. And I wanted to share with you six tips for how we can take advantage of hard seasons so so that we we can actually prosper in hard seasons. Rather than it's something that we worry about, complain about, criticize, judge, or condemn, we actually prosper through hard seasons. We can actually experience growth, not just personally, but for our team, for other people around us. So taking advantage of hard seasons is very important if you're going to be a leader. Now, I've shared with you before that I'm a person of faith. I draw a lot of inspiration and encouragement and a formation of my heart, mind, and lifestyle from the Bible. I love Jesus very much and what he's done in my life. And there's a particular psalm, a song that I love, and I love one particular verse, and it's Psalm 84, verse number six. And I want to read it to you from the New Living Translation, because it's the framework for the six tips for taking advantage of hard seasons. Here's what this verse says. When they, us, you and I, walk through the valley of weeping, it will become a place of refreshing springs. The autumn rains will clothe it with blessings. When they walk through the valley of weeping, it will become a place of refreshing springs. The autumn rains will clothe it with blessings. What a paradox we have in this passage of scripture. Valley of weeping, place of refreshing, autumn rains clothed in blessings. And oftentimes our difficult seasons could be described as a valley of weeping, a valley of difficulty, a valley of disappointments, a valley of frustration, a valley of confusion. But friends, I want you to know that that valley of weeping can become, and notice what the psalmist says here, will become. What certainty? What confidence? What assurance? It will become a place of refreshing springs. And the autumn rains will clothe it with blessings. So, six tips for taking advantage of hard seasons. Here's tip number one, (laughs) tip number one for how you can take advantage of hard seasons. Number one, remember who you are. Yep, that's right. I said it. Remember who you are. Seasons often want to define us. Seasons often want to define who we are. They certainly test us and they expose us, but we cannot allow seasons to define us because when we're doing well in a season, we have an awesome sense of self-perspective, of our healthy identity and confidence. We go through difficult seasons where we don't seem to be getting the kind of movement, breakthrough, encouragement, sales, progress, growth that we want. Then suddenly we take on a negative or a disempowering identity. Friend, I want you to know that your identity sits outside of your circumstances. Your identity sits outside of your accomplishments. If we live by the praise of men, we will die by the criticism. If the accolades that are temporary and will tarnish is where we find our identity, then where is our identity when those accolades are bygone memories that no one remembers. Friends, when I say remember who you are, I'm talking about a deep spiritual connection to Jesus Christ who defines you as a much-loved son and as a much-loved daughter. And nothing can change that. That's not dependent upon your circumstances. It's not dependent upon your bottom line sales or the growth of your accounts or the breakthrough, the number of miracles in your ministry. Who Jesus says you are has little to do with our accomplishments. It has everything to do with how great he is and how much he believes in us. And difficult seasons want to define you. When you are in a hard season, friends, when you are walking through the valley of weeping, you have to remember who you are because we are vulnerable to believing lies. We are vulnerable to believing things about ourselves that are not true. Overinflated arrogance and ego and the underinflated orphan poverty mindset. Friends, when you walk through the valley, it wants to define you. Don't let it do it. When I walk through the valley of weeping and I have these seasons that are hard, I can take advantage of it by constantly saying to myself, no, I'm a much-loved child of God. I, I've been gifted by God to make a difference. I, I deeply love people. I'm a person of compassion. I care about other people. I have wisdom. I have resources. I have a network around me. Remember who you are. So important if you want to take advantage of the hard season. And sometimes remembering who you are is you're walking around muttering to yourself down the hallway at the office, <laughs> in the kitchen at home. While you're driving the car to your local grocery store you're muttering to yourself who you are you've got to remember that tip number two choose to stay engaged choose to stay engaged when i was uh, playing sports uh, many years ago um, i loved basketball and i would play basketball and and every basketball shooter gets into a bad streak <laughs> they can't make any shot at all golfers get into these kind of streaks. Athletes get into these kind of slumps where they can't seem to be um, uh, doing their sport with the same level of excellence and efficiency that they used to. And one of the things that I learned in basketball, and maybe you've heard this if you keep up with sports, they tell shooters to keep shooting. They say, shoot yourself out of the slump. And that's a really powerful point. That's what I mean I mean by choosing to stay engaged. You don't disconnect. You don't distance yourself from your community, from your purpose, from your calling, just because you're in a hard season. Notice what the psalmist says here. When they walk through the valley of weeping, through the valley of weeping, you've got to keep moving forward. You've got to choose to stay engaged. Everything within you wants to disengage. You either wanna fight, you wanna flight, or you wanna freeze. And neither of those responses are really what I'm talking about when I say, choose to stay engaged. Keep shooting, friends. Keep going to meetings, keep reading books, keep leading, keep praying, keep calling, keep reaching out, keep making sales calls, keep balancing the spreadsheets, keep creating ideas, keep innovating, keep leading your company, keep managing your employees, keep working hard, show up for work, choose a good attitude, and choose to stay engaged. Hey, shoot yourself out of the hard season. Choose to walk through the valley of weeping, all right? Choose to walk through it. You've got to stay engaged. And you can stay engaged when you remember who you are because you've got the confidence and you've got the identity to do it. (laughs) I love those two tips already. Remember who you are. Choose to stay engaged. Tip number three for taking advantage of hard seasons. Lean into your team and or your community. This is really part of tip number two, choose to stay engaged. When I would play basketball and they'd say, Lance, just keep shooting. Shoot yourself out of the slump. I had to trust my teammates. I had to trust that as I kept missing, they weren't going to regret telling me to keep shooting. Now, there's wisdom to that. You don't just shoot it every time you get it. But when you're open, take a shot, you know, lead. Do what you do. Do what you've gifted to do. Do what you've been trained to do. You've got to lean into your team and or your community. I love sports and I draw a lot of metaphors from sport and I was watching a golf event on TV recently and this one particular player who used to be the number 1 golf player in the world is not the current number 1 golf player in the world matter of fact he's gone through a couple of years where he hasn't actually played very well. But one thing that I know about this person is that he continues to trust his caddy, he continues to trust his golf swing coach, he continues to trust his family, he continues to trust his practice ethic and work ethic, and he keeps showing up to tournaments, and he keeps competing, and he keeps playing. He had to lean into his team and his community to find the kind of encouragement, to find the trust, to find the support, because hard seasons just take it out of us. Man, they empty the tank emotionally. They can empty the tank relationally. We've been through a hard season in the last 12 to 15 months. Maybe you can think of other times in your lives when you've been through really hard seasons the passing of a loved one, the quarantine, the job loss, the hits, the constant negativity. Maybe you're on the receiving end of racism or prejudice misogyny. Friends, you need to lean into your team or your community. Don't think you can do it alone. Don't think you can do it alone. Lean into them. That's tip number three for taking advantage of hard seasons. Let your team and let your community help carry you through the valley of weeping. It's when they, plural, they, a group of people walked through the valley of weeping. Tip number four, Draw life from memories that matter. Draw life from memories that matter. What do I mean by this? Well, when I'm going through a hard season, I just think about times when God came through for me. I feed on the stories of my past that encourage me. I feed on the stories of my past that excite me, that energize me, that give me the kind of faith and the kind of energy to keep going. I'm sitting at my desk right now recording this podcast for us, and if you were here, you would look on my desk and you would see one, two, three, four, four I just took one off five stories that I had taped to the top of my desk that I look at to remind me. These are stories that I look at of my personal life when something phenomenal happened. A miracle happened. A breakthrough happened. A a word of encouragement came forward. And I look at them because I find hard seasons. (laughs) When you're in hard seasons, there's no water to drink. The refreshing springs have not arrived yet and so you want to draw life from the memories that matter so write down the stories that encourage you write down in some way the memories that really matter to you and think about them process them why do these memories give my li- give me mat- uh, give me life give me energy why do these memories mean so much to me why do they touch me so deeply Friends, draw life from the memories because that's how the valley of weeping becomes the place of refreshing springs. (laughs) You draw life from those memories that matter. All of us have past memories that hurt and we don't want to remember those. But not only draw life from the memories that matter, but make sure you're creating new memories that matter. okay here's tip number five seek help from others seek help from others now you say Lance, that sounds a lot like tip number three lean into your team or your community well the difference here is seeking help from others is i'm recognizing that i may not have the knowledge i may need some healing i may need some counseling i may need some coaching I, I actually need input from a third-party source that gives me something that I don't currently have. You, you, tip number three about leaning into your team or your community. That's a lot of emotional support, and it's a lot about encouragement and inspiration and feeding off of their belief in you. Tip number five, seeking help from others is more practical than that. It's not just getting emotional you know, boost from other people, but I'm actually teaching you other things: how to do something different, how to think different, how to counsel you through something, how to help you get healing, how to help you forgive another person. And so, if you want to take advantage of hard seasons, make sure you're seeking help from others. Find a mentor. Find someone to invest in you. Find someone that shows progress and fruitfulness and growth in your valley of weeping and go to them and say how did you walk through that valley of weeping until the autumn rains autumn autumn rains came and it became a place of refreshing springs and it was clothed with blessings i would much rather walk through a place that is clothed with blessings than the valley of weeping. But that's what the power of taking advantage of hard seasons does. It turns the valley of weeping into a place of blessings. So make sure you seek help from others. Tip number six, remember that seasons influence one another. Remember that seasons influence one another. I uh, live in New England, and I was raised in the South. I was raised in a part of the South where we didn't really have a lot of of foliage color change in the fall. And so when my wife and I and our family moved to New England in 2013, it was one of the things I was most excited about. I was actually, I remember driving up the Merritt Parkway from New York City into Connecticut where I live. And the colors on the trees, this was in late October, was so stimulating and breathtaking the golds and the yellows and the oranges and the cranberries and crimsons and reds and and greens and it was just phenomenal stimulation of color it was so so beautiful many people come to this part of the country in the fall just to take a look at the foliage and one of the things that I've learned in 7 years is that the kind of summer you have determines the how rich the the foliage color is going to be. If you have a, a fairly dry summer, you'll get color, but it's not as rich. If you have a nice, moist, wet summer, then you get richer colors and the colors might last a little longer in the fall. See, one season influences another. One season influences another. You have to recognize that your season of difficulty will turn into a season of refreshing springs. How are you managing the season of difficulty so that it influences for your advantage the season of blessing, the season of becoming the refreshing springs? Friends, that's what you want. And sometimes when we get in difficult places, we think, oh, man, the season's never going to end. It's just always going to be like this. It's not. It's going to pass. And we need to remember that seasons influence one another. And if you lean into these six tips, they will help you take advantage of hard seasons. They can actually work to your advantage. What a joy that would be. What kind of amazing life is that as a leader? To know that when your company, your team, your ministry, your church members are going through difficult places, A, you know how to relate, you're empathic, you're compassionate, but you've also learned how to say, hey, we can actually grow in hard seasons. Six tips, friends, for taking advantage of hard seasons. Remember who you are. Choose to stay engaged. Lean into your team and into your community, draw life from memories that matter, seek help from others, and remember seasons influence one another. And you can get a copy of today's handwritten show notes at LanceBain.com, click on podcast, click on Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives, and look for episode 118, and they'll be listed on that page as well as there will be a downloadable PDF of today's notes. Hey, I want to encourage you to take advantage of hard seasons. Make sure you weep. Make sure you grieve. Just know that morning lasts for a night. Joy comes in the morning. I believe it. It's going to happen for you. Your valley of weeping is going to become a place of refreshing springs. The autumn rains are going to clothe your life with blessings. Remember these six tips for taking advantage of hard seasons. Hey, I love you, everybody. Have an amazing week. Stay healthy. Stay strong. And add value to the life of others as you choose to be a life giving leader. Talk to you next week, everybody.